0: Destination for TV super fans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, yeah, yeah. and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Manunos producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akama. Now let the buzz begin! Hey there, after shows. How, are you, How are you guys doing? My name is John Manganello and this is the Afterbuzz TV After Show for American <laughs> Crime episode 2 Season 1. We love this episode and we are so excited to talk about it. Make sure you check us out at youtube.com slash afterbuzz TV and also subscribe to our iTunes channel. As well as checking us out on SoundCloud. Then I think we've covered all the bases. I
2: think we got it all.
0: You're figuring it out. I'm (laughs) figuring it out. Slowly as I go. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, my name's John Manganello. You can follow me at Twitter and at Instagram at Johnny Mangs.
1: Hello. Uh,
2: my name is Lindsay Douglas. You can follow me on Instagram
1: and Twitter as well at Doug Ventures. What's going on, guys? My name is Nicholas Grava,
0: and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nicholas Grava. Now, folks, we are so excited to be hosting this AfterBuzz show. We love American Crime, and it's been wonderful so far. It's been a great season. But there is something we want to address before we continue with this season. Um, we have been looking at all of your comments on Twitter, on our YouTube channel, and we hear you guys, and we try to respond to as many as possible. And this week, we have been getting a lot of comments about our panel. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of you have been really positive about us and we're very happy about that. Many of you have been saying that this panel is not necessarily representative of more than just some white youngsters. And it's true. (laughs) To put it lightly. (laughs) We, We recognize that. And there's a couple things we want to say about that. First of all, we agree. We are all And (laughs) we are talking about a show that deals with many different types of people, not just Mm -hmm. white people. And we know that that uh, might seem problematic, and we want to make sure that we are covering everything in, in a fair, representative way. So... That's the first thing. We hear you and we agree with you. Uh, second of all, we discussed how we have an empty chair. There could be someone next to me, and hopefully there will be in the coming weeks. Um, we are open to it. We are not shutting down anybody's voices or anybody's opinions. Uh, third of all, we want to hear from you. You guys really diversify the show, and we want to hear from everybody around the United States and around the world, and we think mm-hmm. your opinions are so, so valuable. Um, other than that, we can't do much about who we are, where we come from, but we can try to be as inclusive as possible, and we hope we are doing just that. Anything else to add to that, you guys?
2: Yeah, so with that being said, just uh, remember to use our official hashtag for the show, which is ABTV American Crime, because we want to keep the conversation flowing, and we love so much that you guys are responding to some of the things we have to say.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys for joining. I am logged in here on the chat roll, so I can see what you guys are saying, and if you guys have any questions of anything about the show, the episode, or to us, feel free to type it in there, and we will reach out to you guys and comment back.
0: Yes. Yeah. Alright, so please keep those tweets coming. Keep them
2: coming all night. We'll yeah. keep
0: saying it we're because here. we want to see them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alright, you guys, so uh, now that we've taken care of the brass tacks, <laughs> oh, let's get down to business. I've used that phrase once in my life, and yeah. that was the first and last time <laughs> I, I ever going you say. Said
1: wow. I didn't hate it. That was, it was great.
2: great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you seem so, so, so official. And really? Oh, yes, yeah, hello. Hey, guys. Brass uh, tacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, we got to talk about the show and what happened. Gosh,
2: so much happened.
0: So much. <laughs> I feel ah. like that's going to be a reoccurring theme with yeah, the yeah. show. I'd say so. Okay, Likewise. so um, we wanted to do a quick recap of what happened. Just to recap before we go in to our opinions and our predictions and all of that fun mm-hmm. stuff. So let's talk first about um, the people involved in the murder, okay? Do yes, you guys in the, s- actual and the
2: actual crime. In
0: the actual crime that we're dealing with on American Crime. Um, so let's talk about Hector first, because he is charged with first-degree murder. Um this character is still a mystery to me. We don't know much about him and he's pretty quiet. Yeah, he is quiet, and I think his environment in
1: itself is making him like no,
2: he, he Are you talking about Hector or Carlos?
1: Well, Carlos was charged with
2: They're both charged with murder? No, Carlos is the one charged. Hector's the guy in the wheelchair who was shot.
0: Right. Yes.
1: So
2: that's who we're talking about now. Oh, <laughs> See,
0: I'm okay, about. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're breaking this out. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, I was thinking, I th- I was thinking the guy. You were r-
2: thinking Hector,
0: yes, that's but, Hector. But yes. I'm I was wrong about what I said. He did. He is not charged with first degree murder. But
2: in he was in just like in a an, accessory. Saying, yes, in an accessory. Yes, exactly. Correct. Okay,
0: okay. He's with Tony with
1: the same charges, correct? Because Tony was also go under evaluation yeah. of possibly
0: being an accessory. Also, I yes. believe they're both accessories. Yeah. Um, right. So it is it is Carter who is uh, Carlos. <laughs> Guys, if you guys watch it, you can clearly tell there's a lot of characters. A lot of we are still getting
2: used to all of it. There's a lot going on. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Carter 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 and Aubrey are together.
2: I thought his name was Carlos.
0: It's Carter. Carter.
2: Then I am so wrong.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. It's okay. This is, I mean, this is, this comes with the territory of a (laughs) show where there's so many characters. There's
2: a lot of characters. And half the time we're watching it and we are like, wait, uh, what, what did, wait, who is this one again? What was his name? Remind me of his
1: name? Yeah. Well, I think because it's sort of, it's it's accurate to life in the fact that there's a lot of people, a lot of connections, a lot of perspectives. And I think that's why it can be a little bit intimidating, especially when we're trying to get it all together. So I'm going to bring up IMDb here (laughs) with all the characters. So I can help everybody.
0: So Carter, out. Yes, and he is charged with first yes. degree murder. And
2: it, he was just staring at Aubrey the entire time he was being charged. Hmm. You know, which yep. I thought that caught my attention obviously right away. But um, it's like he doesn't—he's not even aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that's I don't know.
0: Really, that's an interesting point. Yeah, when you see him in care. the courtroom,
2: or he's just so in love that he just does not care, or he's also on drugs, but.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's playing into it. There I think were... with with both Carter and with Aubrey, there is something there. Do we have a name? No,
1: we don't. Well, no, the, everyone's <laughs> they're talking in the chat roll, so we have a lot of <laughs> stuff. But keep going. Oh, okay, good, then good, I'll good, okay, yeah. kind of in, I'll bring it into here.
0: Um, we have all, we see Carter and Aubrey um, often sort of not in the same world as everybody else. No. No. That is for sure. They're just in love. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole horrible thing going on around them. And you're right. They're often thinking um, about each other.
2: Yeah. No, they absolutely are. And like her whole world after getting out on parole was just about getting to see him again. Yeah, I, you were know? you guys
1: surprised by that? By the, the first thing that she did was go up and try to see him again?
2: I wasn't surprised by that. You're she's like, She is so in love with him and the way that they were staring and she like her world is not... I think they are each other's world
1: actually yeah. that you bring that up and I think that's why we see her when she when she leaves. She's kind of, she's basically
0: lost. Yeah? yeah, and we talked a lot about how um, they have that vision board or whatever we want to call mm-hmm. it on their apartment mm-hmm. wall the of board. of other interracial couples that they've ripped out of magazines yeah. pictures mm-hmm. of happy perfect you know unhuman because they're so perfect um couples and they strive to be that but they aren't that they're, in fact they're the opposite of
2: yeah. that and it's almost like they haven't acknowledged um the like the complications and the seriousness of their situation they I don't agree. he doesn't I don't think that they realize that they he could come Carter could charge. Carter. Carter.
0: Nix. Carter, Carter Nix. Yeah. Carter Nix. Carter Nix. Yeah. yeah. Alright. So everybody at home, we're all on board now. Carter. Yeah.
2: You guys it's Carter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it hey, is. you gotta give us a break. It's episode two and <laughs> I think is. we're actually doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, there are amazing. so many Wait, characters. On.
2: There there are a lot of characters, yeah.
0: I met you two last week and I can barely <laughs> <laughs> remember your names. Same. Yeah. I, I actually didn't
2: know. know his name. I called him something I called you Joe when
0: I first met you. Oh well then this is perfect. So I guess I'm just bad with
2: names. It's all right. Like Side note,
0: total side note. Did you read Minnie Kaling's book?
2: I did no, I yes didn't. she <laughs> says
0: there's no such thing as being bad with some with names you're just a jerk <laughs> no you're not a jerk you're wow wonderful.
1: he just called me a jerk getting no. so offensive
0: on the panel okay <laughs> so
1: so now guys back to the show that we're here to review if y'all and, forgot and let that's me just the Mindy yeah. oh wrong wrong show man sorry Side note. yeah exactly okay. got it um so were you guys surprised? Okay, well, actually, I want to talk a little bit about Tony in his mm. setting that he's in. So he's in a little bit of a different setup. Oh, and my goodness. He's, we're wondering if he's going to be charged as an adult or my, not. My heart breaks yes. every
2: time I see his scene. He is just yeah. so, he
1: doesn't deserve to be there. He's wrongfully there. Out of the three that are being charged, I'm more, I just empathize and I'm more worried about him. I, it might just be an age thing mm-hmm. where that that's what I'm relating to mm-hmm. and that's what I see and I see the fear. The other two kind of, I feel like, have a tough outer shell that they can yes. they can. I don't want to say handle but they, they can deal with it. Him, I think, even like he was getting sort of verbally Her- uh, harassed and abused and he was talking to somebody in in the jail and they basically said, listen, if you're not if they're not hitting you or something, there's nothing I can do. And that was kind of scary. That was really yeah. scary to me to hear because When anything that there's a bigger power and you're out of control, even him and his father's out. His father said, "What can I do to get him out?" His sister wants, and there's nothing they can do. The system is in control. That's
0: terrifying. Yes, you're absolutely right, and it, it is. It's like unless he is being physically assaulted, he is out of luck. No one's gonna come save him. Yes
2: it's i feel sad just for his character and his situation just because he was trying to do the right thing and it completely got him in this unfair situation like the it was almost like it was kind of an injustice in a way cuz he's there Trying, trying to help out, and you know, obviously, he wasn't. He was doing kind of something sketchy, but it wasn't necessarily illegal, was yeah, it? Was I'm it illegal? Not,
0: I'm yeah. not oh. sure that he necessarily is trying to do the right thing. I think he's actually trying to act out his I dad keeping them. Yeah. yeah, remember he said. Remember when he was being true. questioned? Yes, I think we're going to say this. same <laughs> thing. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Go no, when he was being questioned, his dad said, or he is talking um, to the officer or the detective saying. Mm-hmm oh, my dad wants me to be perfect. Mm -hmm. We can't be just another, um, you know, basically he's saying my dad doesn't want me to be another stereotype. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going to say?
1: I was going to say that exact thing. And I think, now, like he said, the the detective said to him, they said, well, why why didn't you tell your father? And he said, well, I I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big part of, a theme of parenting, I think, comes up here with all the parents uh, across the board of the show. Of what is the level of like expectation? Uh-huh. Compared to, does that help? So his father having such high expectations for him all the time, and him knowing mm-hmm. that, yes. does that negative? Does that have a negative effect oh, on his relationship and how he can confess? Because maybe if yeah. he could have went to his father with this, his father would have advised him differently and, oh, would, have, and would have helped him out, but not in such a judgmental way. He couldn't way. tell his dad. Yeah. He said, "I couldn't tell my dad." So Alonzo has great intentions, but has a negative. It's
2: outcome. like it's it's too much. So it, where's
1: the line of of yeah? He never drew the line, so he's now in this... The chat room commented on the extra coaster. Thank you for taking that out of way. Yes, they did.
0: <laughs> I took the coaster away, you guys. Thank you. Um, I, I think that if his dad was not so strict, then maybe mm-hmm. he would have a more open relationship with his dad, yeah. and maybe his dad would actually steer him clear, yeah. as opposed to scaring him well, straight.
2: And I think that happens with a lot of... Um parents, I know my like personally my parents were very strict at a certain point in my life, and i mm-hmm. I did act out because of that in ways that I shouldn't have, you know. So yeah. I definitely can relate to that in a way, in we, a small way. You know those you people know? who
0: go to college. The people whose yes. parents were like cool <laughs> yep. with the kids, yep. and like you can come, like you can go out with your friends. Just be safe, blah blah. Yeah. blah. They're the people who are cool in college. The people who are <laughs> maniacs in college are the ones who have the strictest, the strictest parents, 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 and they're yep. <laughs> ex, yeah. experiencing this newfound freedom. Yeah. I mean, we all know. That girl or that guy who was like passed out at the ah, frat party, it's and it's true. like your parents. Everyone that strict. couldn't have soda after nine <laughs> exactly. or some crazy rules, you know. Exactly, and I,
1: I think that is true with all. Even, even with Russ and Barb, and Barb saying, you know, I don't care what the detective said. with they they're seen in the parking garage. I don't care what he said, my you know, basically saying my son yeah, wouldn't have done it, it's I don't naive
2: care. Even with Gwen's parents, they're so naive. Showing
1: the picture being they she yeah. showed the picture to her husband and she said this remember this is your daughter. Your yeah. daughter's sitting there. She didn't want to hear the other stuff.
2: We're not parents, so I can't relate to being. Oh, Maybe, right. this is. I feel this intense love for my child, but it's just they're they're acting so naive, like as if they're just perfect yeah. human beings, never going to make a mistake, and they don't even want to acknowledge that they may have been living different lifestyles than they ever thought.
0: Yeah, you know. We're gonna talk more about this later in the show because yes. we have a whole theory about stereotypes mm-hmm. and uh, you know the we characters do. trying to break stereotypes. For now, let's continue with the recap. I think this is great, but let's shove it for a second. Sounds good. Let's talk about. Um, okay, so we talked about Tony, mm-hmm. we talked about Carter, and we talked about Hector. Yes.
2: Hector. I'm Amazing all these names. <laughs> I'm
0: so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you so, so nailed much. it. Thank you. Um, so now let's talk about Barb and Russ. They are prominent characters. Mm-hmm. They're really important to the plot and to mm-hmm. the story, um, as well as the overarching themes of the show. And I think they are falling right into the same traps that all these other characters are. <laughs> um, we start this episode with Russ going to one of Matt's friends' houses Mm -hmm. and saying, hey, did Matt ever experiment with drugs? Because at the end of the first episode, we found out that there were drugs involved in Matt's life in some capacity. And what did you guys think of that? You know, I was on the same page as, as
1: Russ in the way of you, I I don't think that him going to the friend is, is crossing a line or spreading lies like Barb basically framed it to mm-hmm. him as being. When she said, why would you go and spread those same lies about our son? I think, listen, he wants to know. He wants to get yeah. to the bottom of it. And yep. just because, is it betrayal of his son to, to consider it? No, I think it's no. naive not to. So oh, I'm absolutely. happy he did it, and I'm happy he went. And I think the friend... Was It was shady. I think the friend could have said more. He knows more. He said, oh, you know, we, sw- we did a little bit of grass you know, and a drink yes. on a Friday. You know
2: what I noticed is they didn't even show his face the friend's face.
0: Oh, interesting. I didn't notice I, that. I didn't they, notice they, that either.
2: They, they, he was looking down, and then it was his back, and then it was more on um, Russ's face. So his face was never shown, which I thought, I just kind of was like, oh, that's interesting.
0: This mm-hmm. is not just some old TV show. This no. is There is some interesting stuff going on. <laughs> I feel on.
2: like you need to pay attention to every little single thing.
1: So someone, Tanny in the chat role, is saying that Tony's only 15 or 16 years old, mm-hmm. and how often do people that age make mistakes? He shouldn't have to be dealing with something this serious just for wanting to make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a, a Good point to bring up, and it kind of as we've talked about, was he pushed into a corner the way they were questioning him in the beginning? And yes. I think we'll touch upon that later. But I think that's I a great point that. to bring up, Tanny, and we're gonna we're gonna go over that. Yeah.
0: Um. I also think that. Sorry. No, I to was me? just gonna
2: say. Um. I know we touched on this last week. How Barb seems to be holding on to to the way that Russ treated her in her past. Right. Yeah. And I feel that because of that, he um anything that he says she doesn't it's like not validated and she yes. doesn't want to hear anything even though he is speaking a lot of truth and he's trying to be reasonable and get to the bottom of it it's uh-huh. just she's so hurt from the past, that she's not even allowed, like ready to listen. She doesn't have the ears to listen to him.
0: Of course, yeah. And there is a lot of um, past history mm-hmm. that's really being brought up and regurgitated into this um, conversation. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I think Barb has some beef with Rust, and does. it's maybe clouding her vig- vision yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. and And probably rightfully so. She's been hurt yeah. by him before, and why would she open herself up to be hurt by him again?
1: Yeah. Okay, so I I agree with exactly what you guys are saying, but why is Barb not at all... Basically, I think it would be connected to her being stubborn, but why is she not considering, wondering... Do you think she is wondering, it's just not being about the drugs? Because... Russ is about to break into their house, the crime mm-hmm. scene itself, mm-hmm. to fi- I thought, I assume, to find out if there's drugs, if, where are they, where were these, or were they planted, where yes, were these things? I assume that And as she's well. not bring it up. She doesn't even care. She's not thinking about it. So right. is that a front? Yeah. Is, is Barbara walking front? I would say
2: no, just because of the last scene. Because she was so dead set mm-hmm. on being an advocate for him and not in saying that they're trying to put him down and this and that. So I I don't I don't know if it I don't know if she believes it at all. You
1: think she really doesn't believe? That? I think that could be true. I yeah.
2: maybe.
0: I think she does believe there's something going on. Mm-hmm. You do, but I think she doesn't care. I think that That's in her point. mind, all of that extra stuff is distracting. Mm-hmm. The problem is, my son was murdered. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he is Mother Teresa or if he is a horrible human being. A he was deal. murdered. <laughs> So why are we talking about mm. these details? Which, mm-hmm. to us, as viewers, are important, but to Maybe, a mother who's ooh, yeah, suffering a loss... You know loss, what? That's, that's
2: a very yeah. good point. You kind of kind of nailed that one First, there. I got
0: everybody's name right. <laughs> after some trial and error. And Let's not get ahead of things, here. you guys. My head is growing by humble. the minute.
1: <laughs> no, Just I do kidding. think that is a really good point, because I, I never considered that she... Yeah, I don't know that that actually want to go back it. and revisit yeah. it because it's not important at, at in in the specific scenario that they're in. Whether he was a drug dealer or not, he was murdered. Who was he murdered by? That's her
0: goal, right? And I think it is important to the story. I think to Barb, it isn't important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think to most people, it would be important. It would offer motive. It would mm-hmm. set up the scenario. Maybe it provides some alibis or something like that. But but to Barb, no, we don't care.
2: And she's, yeah. so, she's she still so care. tough. We still haven't really seen... I mean, towards the end, we saw a little bit of her soft side, but everything has just been, no, he's not moving there. Nope, we're not doing that. Yeah. Nope, I'm not talking to you. No, nope, I, I want
1: a different detective. I think she's a product of her environment, and I think mm. that's it shows 100%. Yeah. And I think at the end of the episode, when she said, I've never said this before, I need help.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that
1: was our first breakthrough of seeing a, she's not so tough. Yeah, she still is side. tough, but that is her side of, of her, like, breaking it down a little. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was Vulnerable. pretty beautiful to see that. To mm-hmm. see yeah. her go out and ask. And it made me relate to her on a human level more than I have
0: thus far Absolutely. in the mm-hmm. Felicity Huffman does a great job of playing a strong empowered woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, And this role is really interesting because her mask is a strong woman but I think there's some insecurity behind that. A yeah. lot of insecurity oh, behind I, that Oh, I'm mask. sure, yeah. Um, okay, so we talked about Russ and Barb. I would like to go now to Gwen's parents. Mm-hmm. These people. I'm lost <sighs> with
1: them. I'm going to be like, I, I, I really am so lost Like, to with figure
2: them, them. out? <laughs>
1: why, why do you say that? Because in the first episode I, in my head, assumed that they had good intention. Mm-hmm. I thought they were all good, and yeah. I almost vic or villainized Russ and Barb in a way. I'm like, this is what they should be. This is what they shouldn't be. And in this episode, I'm just lost. I don't know what to think of them. I can't okay, draw yeah. to a conclusion. I just want to see more and hear more from them. I think they they bring up the point of they want they want Matt yes, yes. Matt they want Matt to be buried back th- back where they're from and yes. they want him to be with Gwen and they yeah. want to be together and then Barb comes in and she's like if you want to be together come into the court and let's be together there and they were like well we're
0: praying and she said well yeah. you can pray anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well we've seen um, Gwen's parents in church Actually, I think at the beginning of this episode, yes, and um, they've talked about praying both in this episode and the last episode. They're obviously dealing with this in a very different way than Barb is.
2: You bring up a very good point.
0: Barb is dealing with the paperwork; Mm -hmm. they are dealing with all of the spirituality behind this. Well,
2: people have different ways of, you know, dealing with things and coping, and you know, maybe I think that we're getting a sense of they come from a religious background, which. Actually, we haven't seen it all yet in either episode until that moment, which mm-hmm. was the beginning. The beginning, the opening. You know, the scene. opening. Yeah. So that, and they're not even really playing that up very much. It was more subtle, I think. Yeah, it was very you know, subtle. Was they cut from quick. Barb
0: in a courtroom yeah. to them in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just shows where priorities lie. And I don't think there's any judgments attached to these. Um, Scenarios that we're seeing, but I think that it's something to be noted. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Um, Gwen's dad uh, didn't want to discuss anything with the press when the journalist was asking, you know, if, if, if Gwen's dad thought this was racially motivated. He said, that's it, that's enough.
1: Okay, that's, I'm so happy that you brought that up because somewhere in here I said, like, to to take note of the questions the reporter was asking. Yeah, and even, ha- I, <laughs> I, and I that. thought about that because I think that is what, what forms a story. Just mm-hmm. like as a detective, as, what questions he's asking Tony in the beginning, he's going to get certain answers. And this reporter seemed like, to me, he was asking a lot of questions that would heighten the the scenario of Absolutely. race involvement, whether true, right or wrong. Yeah. I think that's a big thing to bring up, and also something Absolutely, that's right. relevant in life today. Yeah. I think that's. He what, immediately went in for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: now how interesting was it when we found out that Gwen was not sexually assaulted by the murderer or by who they think oh, is by the murderer. Carter. I'm not as surprised. I'm not surprised. I was not.
1: Were you surprised? Absolutely. Because once I heard about the drugs in episode one, and I do believe there are drugs and I do believe Matt was into some shady stuff. Oh,
2: absolutely.
1: Like the father said, like her father said, listen, they're a real family. They're not perfect. Right. And I'm not surprised. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But okay maybe maybe that
2: but the multiple the, that's the, yeah. that's what surprised sure. me sure. multiple, multiple sexual yeah. partners multiple, like
0: and and that it was consensual yeah so they are not this perfect all-american apple pie eaten family no, oh. no, no, no. anybody no. no and i think that's what this show is proving yes the 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 whitest of the white people um are not yeah. these saints that maybe Characters okay. like Barb, Russ, Gwen's parents want them to be.
2: Exactly. And, and have, that are normally portrayed, you know, in television shows and movies and things absolutely. like that. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on with Gwen's parents, a lot going on with Matt's parents, mm-hmm. Russ and Barb. Uh, let's talk about Aubrey a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because we saw a lot of Carter uh, at the beginning yeah. of this episode. But then it's Aubrey kind of goes off on this field trip it's, with yeah. herself.
2: That is just so... That's just heartbreaking... Um, I think for anyone who has knows someone or has like a relative that's a drug addict or has been a drug addict, I think that can resonate with a lot of people because I think that just like the struggle of her like addictiveness, it's just it's not about anything else but getting high. Yeah, you know, and she's just doing all of these things, and but I also see the struggle for maybe trying to move yes. on to the right thing, but yeah. it's just like it's it's hard, yeah. you know, and they're really capturing that, and it, it's pretty raw, and I think I'm I actually really enjoy like watching this character grow and and as her journey continues you know yeah.
1: so i have to be honest with you guys do I find it interesting? Yes. But I've yet to correlate what it has anything to do with the overall plot and the yeah. overall movement of the. I think we're spending oh, they're a lot gonna of bring time it in. on it, so I'm excited. That's yeah. I'm, at this point, I'm sitting back saying, <laughs> yes. let's get to the meat of all of it, and then I'm also thinking, well, I'm sure next episode, ne- whenever it comes, she's going to have a very strong line. Who did she call on the phone? Wh- wh- she, says, she said the word uncle. Is it her uncle? I don't know. She went to a hotel. He gave her $3,000. Then she called him and told mm-hmm. him. Where, after she showered and got all cleaned up, she called and told him where it was. Was oh, it him? We don't know.
0: Yeah, No idea. Yeah, And it's I think that's going to
1: be a huge... She has a key to, to
0: all of this. I agree. Oh, absolutely. I don't think she's just a victim in this no. situation. No. I don't think no. she's a
1: victim and I don't think she's an extra character. I think these are obviously really smart writers, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm waiting to see what they have to do with Waiting
2: her. to
1: see it comes
0: out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so we talked about Tony, this kid, and Tony. I want to say... My gut wants to say this poor kid, but that's not necessarily fair. He he might not be a poor kid. Maybe no one here is innocent. But it does seem like he's too young to be getting involved. (laughs) Maybe not even too young, but too inexperienced. Yes.
2: Yeah, and I th- and maybe that is why I am, like, empathizing with him so much, because mm-hmm. I just see this young kid who is kind of making some dumb decisions, but who hasn't at 15 or 16 years old, you know, and it's just wrong place, he's mm-hmm. just, I, you know, he just didn't really think about his actions and the implications of what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, so or am I giving, giving him too think, much empathy? I don't know. I don't know oh. either.
1: I do find I do find his innocence really compelling. I do think that he does seem like his intentions were not as negative or as as bad, basically, yeah. as they're framing it. But do you think so? He's inter- being interviewed by his POI mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see what where he's going to be charged. Are you guys thinking that they? What is he, what he says? Is it going to be turned? Is it going to be, you know, accurate to if he talks about whether he thought it was a gang member at the beginning or didn't? Like, Mm -hmm. is this PIO to be trusted? Is he going to accurately portray his story and represent him or is he going to draw his own conclusions? Because I, uh, when he was sitting there in a way, I'm like, I don't know if I want you to say anything right now (laughs) because I don't know how they're going to draw, take your words. Yeah. And I think that's also a big, another like theme of it is, whether it's a reporter whether it's a detective whether anything how they're going
0: to take the actual story that this person is given absolutely i i I don't know i don't have much to say about that i'm still so i'm on the edge of my seat with this plot line yeah Mm -hmm. and i don't know what's going to happen
2: it it could go so many different ways there's just so many
1: things going on i think oh let's talk about the scene with with um with alonzo in in this house with the daughter yeah. his daughter steps oh, in yeah. and she says, you basically, did, did anyone have the that oh, she, she, she said? Down. Yeah, she was, what um, was she saying? You
0: hate yourself, you wish you were white. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And he, in the and way that they just down. left
2: that, he broke, he did break down. Because he then, just,
1: didn't she say, because then they'll like you more or something, or then they'll, she said something, she framed it in that way. And he clearly had an emotional
0: mm-hmm. reaction to this. And she said, you're worried you're just going to be a Mexican. Yeah. Like as if that's, <laughs> but that's that's, a, that's really loaded because that that's is, to say yeah. that being not white is problematic. Yeah, right. but I think that this guy Alonzo has instilled in his parents that there is something innately wrong with being a stereotype, mm-hmm. and probably there is something wrong with being a stereotype. But he takes it to extremes. Yeah. Um, did you notice that his house is painted red, white, and blue? No, I did I not. I didn't notice,
2: notice that. that. No. You near know, <laughs> the
0: end of the, the near the end of the show, we see him sitting on his front stoop, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is very clear that his house is painted three different colors: red, white, and blue. I mean, there's no That's denying their, that.
2: I think from the details that we've picked up, there's no coincidence in that.
0: Right. It reminds me of my big fat Greek wedding. Do you remember the <laughs> yes. last scene where they zoom out and the house is painted like it as a Greek, Greek flag? It's like that. It's like this over. <laughs> Over the top, like patriotic, Mm-mm. like here we are. This is what this is who we are, uh, yeah. And and it's very well, clear that Alonzo th- wants to be an American. Yeah, and well, think-
2: he is Mexican American. They did. I know they mm-hmm. said they said that a couple times, and yep. so he's very much holding on to the, you know, to the American part. I think he's portraying based yep. on you know his comments about gangs and tattoos and you know not wanting. I remember in the first episode, he was like, "I don't want those those tattoos around here for yes. the guys working yes, at the, the shop." the guys that would drop, you know, off, the car. drop off cars.
1: Well, now, like you said, what he is instilling into his kids, um, Tony, when he's also being interviewed, says it's not about being better; it's about being better than them. And I right. think that's another example of Alonzo's effect on from his parenting styles to Tony, mm-hmm. and and how it is. Actually, being distilled down to him and how it is oh, affecting yeah. Tony's every action. So you yeah. know, like, who do you put the blame? I don't know. Who do you put the blame? Well, well so,
2: yeah, I feel It was. It's almost like he is trying to. He's in a, an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, he's. I think he was trying to figure out who he was, and he wants to be this good person that gets straight A's in school, and you know, this and that. But he also is was messing with other things and doing things on the side. So I don't know.
0: What's I'm sorry for interrupting you? What's interesting to me is that let's say his daughter is right. That Alonzo wants him and his family to be whiter. Mm -hmm. Whatever that means. Their words, not Not ours. not (laughs) ours. I believe that they don't know then what whiteness means. Look at the white people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the white people involved in this show are no no more innocent than yeah. uh, than anybody else. No more perfect.
1: I think they vote. well when they're saying it. How I take it is less on the reality of it and more on the societal and cultural views yes. of it. Yes, because like we said when we started off the show. You, you look at Russ and Barb, and you automatically, and you look at the marriage of Matt and Gwen, and yes. we have expectations of it. Everybody does, and whether mm-hmm. they say they do whether negative or positive, and I think when she says, you you wish you were white, or whatever she says, she's referring to you like, you wish people would view you that way. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible that that, you know, it's terrible that that is a fact, and that is something that he clearly has had through his head because he had yeah. such an
0: emotional response mm-hmm. to it. So as a, a person who is a white person in this country, <laughs> I don't, it, it, these, these types of discussion uh, discussions take me off guard sometimes mm-hmm. because I, I never think like, oh, yeah. this is the default. But for a character like Alonzo, we are the default. We have everything. This is how things should be. Mm-hmm. Um and anything that is different than whiteness is is somehow worse mm-hmm. and that's that's really interesting for me i never yeah I never think about that I never think about our race being superior in that way, and I think that maybe um Jenny, is that her name? Alonso's yes. daughter. Yes, Jenny is is hurt by her father's oh, absolutely idea yeah. that that might be because I
1: think she identifies with her true self, and I think she holds that. And seeing your father, who you look up to, try and identify or want to identify something else, that's that must yeah. kill you mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, yeah. She she it was she was just had it. It seemed as
2: if she didn't have much respect for him. You yeah. know, based on the reaction and. Uh, just her comments and her just blatant disregard as she walks out the door you know right
0: so okay so i think we did a pretty in-depth recap of what happened in tonight's episode mm-hmm. as well as what each character mm-hmm. is doing and yeah. has been doing over the past two episodes yes. now let's talk about some of our general thoughts i know nick you wanted to talk <laughs> yeah, i'm excited to about, talk the about the editing it. style and the filming style so, of the show
1: at first, I found it really distracting. And I'd love to know what you guys think, and you can type it in the chat roll here. I found it distracting, the way they would... They, first of all, they're filming up close and personal. Yes, And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think, for that reason, it's so that we... A usual scene, how it's filmed, in. and it will be three shots. They call it the master, which mm-hmm. is from really far away. You can see almost full bodies, the whole situation. And then they cut into close-up and mm-hmm. close-up, so three shots. Mostly in here, we'll get three shots, but we barely ever get a full-on master yeah. of a situation, of a yeah. conversation. So I'm sitting there thinking, why, why, why? The only reason I can think of is it feels so personal. We, I don't yes. feel like I'm watching them. I feel like I'm no. in the conversation with them. Yeah. yeah. And
0: yes, it's That's not distracting, distracting really, anymore. Really good point. Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, not only are we up close and personal, sometimes we will get these quick shots, yeah. quick cutaways to I don't know another day, an hour yeah. before, a minute before, or
2: like the picture flashes, are just mm-hmm. the fa- picture like flashes. Very, or just the
0: picture flashes, or the words are off. With
1: they'll be having a conversation, and I'm thinking, oh, is it skipping like right now? Do I have to change yeah, something? Yeah. Because someone just else is talking. they'. I think it's also how our brains work. Mm -hmm. It's scattered. And whether the clip is a blank or what they're perceiving, I think it's a lot about the perception, the reality, being into it. I think it's genius what they're doing.
0: I I totally agree. I've never seen anything like this filming or editing style before. Um, And if any of you at home have seen this and um, have opinions about it, I'd love to hear. Because it's so unique to me. It is. It's unlike anything I've ever seen, especially on television. Yeah, In films... Maybe we we get that more. You usually, feel,
2: you feel like you're watching a picture, and you're like, "Oh," but I'm like, "Oh man!" Like we're so close. It's so yeah. real. It's so gritty, yeah. and i I can I can see the emotion just right on their face, and I yeah, I, I feel it. I feel like what they're portraying, and I I think that's what the whole idea of the show is. Like it wants you to feel these emotions and get you thinking about all of these topics that are blatantly discussed, you know, so yeah. openly in the show.
0: I also noticed that when Barb is talking about her son, you know, you see these flashbacks to conversations, um, past conversations about Matt, or quick shots of him like, in, in Afghanistan. Yes. And, and yeah. And in her mind, that's how she sees her son. Mm-hmm. And go, going back to Gwen's parents, we see the pictures. That's how they see. That's how they yeah, want how to, see to see her yeah. daughter. I'd be interested in seeing what kind of cuts we would see, what what we would cut away to if somebody else was talking about Matt. If mm. the murderer, if the rapist were talking about Gwen, maybe like we to see will what see what they that. think about them. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Well
1: yes, a hundred percent yes to all of that. And I think whether meaningful or not, that's how life works how do you yes. view? Mm-hmm. how do you view me how does she view me it's mm-hmm. two different pictures that would flash exactly and it's and that can be with anyone it can be categorized under race how do you view a race how does other people it, it's it can be out of anything and i think that's amazing that they do it yeah i just think
0: you're 100 percent right on that uh let's talk about the advocates We were mentioning that. uh, Yes. Everybody Everybody, seems to want an advocate. Mm
1: -hmm. Everyone's an advocate. Why do I believe it? Why? Because obviously they want to be heard. But I think through that is the disconnect of. You know your story, telling it to me, and then me telling your story. I'm going to pull different things. I'm going to advocate to you to focus on different parts, and that's where I feel we start to lose the truth or the genuine. Because everyone has alter, you know, other intentions. And even at the ending scene, when Barb is sitting down with someone who's willing to help her advocate for her her son and for her, and who knows what this lady's intentions are. Who knows mm-hmm. if she has her own point that she wants to bring forwards. But we see even in, the, in a flashback when I'll get to predictions as to someone coming to the jail and talking to um, Carlo... What's his name? Carter? Carter. Yeah. She's talking to Carter and 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 bringing up something and it's she's telling his story to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. All this advocating loses the genuine... And I, I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Is it good? Is it helpful? Is it hurtful? What do you think?
0: I think that it... I'm not sure if it's. I'm not sure that it's helpful or hurtful. I mm-hmm. think it adds weight to this case. Um, do we know the name of the woman we see in the last scene? No. Okay. So whoever hero, that is, yeah. whoever Barb goes to mm-hmm. to talk things out with at the end of this episode, she I think is going to play an important role. Yes. And I and I don't know if it's going to help or hurt Barb. But I think it's going to add a whole new dimension. Yeah. Someone who's not directly involved in this case yes. having a say.
2: Well, no one is really. Well, no one's advocating for Aubrey yet. Have we seen one
1: for Aubrey? Yeah. Seems like maybe she's pretty that, alone.
2: She's pretty alone. Maybe I mean maybe that new mystery phone call uh, character will step in and you know help her out
0: whether it's her uncle or yeah. whoever that is.
2: But I I mean I haven't seen anyone step up for her. But yeah, we have like Tony's father guess, got he has him and
0: I mean wiring her thousands of dollars is in a pretty, way helping. Is, yeah. She blew it all on a hotel room which I thought was bizarre mm-hmm. like a penthouse suite. Yeah, we were
1: very confused by that. <laughs> are you guys surprised so this is something you said triggered this thought of yes. so right now you said we don't know what her we don't know how she sees it we don't know what her intentions are how mm-hmm. it's going to pan out. Right now, we only see the views of those involved. Mm. For the majority, yeah. I'm excited and/or interested to see when this transitions to public knowledge yeah. and where yeah. the public is going to go and how different
0: their oh. cumulative view will be on this overall situation. That's I agree. Really good that, point. That is a good point, and I wonder if it will get public because we talked last week about how we see these. Mm-hmm. We see these. Uh, crime shows where it, it is public. It's, you know, the reporters swoop in. And yeah. Obviously we see some reporters here, but we're not seeing the, the newspapers yeah. or we're not seeing, you know, the news reports. We're seeing the very personal. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what we... I think that's what we sort of like about the show, but I wonder if it will zoom out into the it more is gonna, public I, realm.
1: We see I, a lot of advocates, and I think they're going to be the ones that bring I think it, it may, to the press. Yeah. I think that's their job. I think also the press going True. and
0: interviewing. I think it's just a matter of time,
2: and it'll be interesting how the show portrays that. And things given are going to get press skewed
0: now. <laughs> think about how messed up this is. This is going to have yeah. a whole other element of he said, she said. Well, yeah. So. Okay, the, we have to talk about the last scene with Barb
1: yeah. and what she says and how she frames it. She's talking to this woman, which I wish – I don't know if she has a name yet or not in the show. And she breaks it down to her and she said, I'm going to say something and I don't care how you're going to take it. I need to say it. And she said, okay, if three white people walk into a house and murder a black person, yes. then it's a hate crime. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they have – and, and there's tons of people advocating against them. But if it ha- vice versa, the same situations happen, you know, what is the case then? What happens then? Is- it's not a hate crime? It- it would never happen?
2: And- and the mystery woman said, no, that's not true. Like, it still can be a hate crime. It still crime. can. And it certainly
0: yeah. can. I mean, yeah. I- I'm not looking at any sort of- rule book or, or book of laws here, but I do believe that a hate crime can be committed against anybody.
2: Oh, absolutely. White,
0: black, yeah. gay, straight, anyone. Yes. Um, I do think that Barb is incorrect in, in in her opinion on what a hate crime is. Because, yeah, it, it could be because your son was white. That might be the case. Do you Barb's, think that's
2: what she's saying, though? Like, is that where she was coming from? Well,
0: I think she's jumping to a conclusion.
2: That it, that it was a hate crime?
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. She's saying, no one will believe me, no one will take that side of the story, mm. no, or no one will, will accept that side of the story. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that... That was at the end of the episode, and I don't think that's the last we're going to hear about oh, that. Oh, no. I oh, think no. that's exactly what's going to tumble <laughs> into next episode. Yeah. Um, anything else about advocates or or maybe how this is going to turn into a group or a well, mass media story?
2: I mean, I feel like the idea of stereotypes has just, I know we briefly mentioned that, but just just keeps coming up, you know, and there's stereotypes about. You know, interactions and racial stereotypes and that, and it's just, it's become very prevalent. So I, I definitely see that as like a reoccurring theme, you know, and I don't know where they're gonna go with that necessarily, Mm -hmm. but.
0: I, I do see that. That brings us sort of to our next point. Yes. That's a great transition. Um, the idea of stereotypes and breaking stereotypes. Yeah. I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that Alonzo, uh, we all talked about how Alonzo doesn't like to be just another, you know, Mexican. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not good enough for him. His daughter thinks he wants to be whiter. Um, we have the interracial, interracial couple, couple who wants to be the ideal mm-hmm. interracial couple, the ones you see on cereal boxes in or magazines. in magazines. Um and we talk about how Barb doesn't, uh, you know, a, a bunch of racially loaded things yeah. Barb has said. Oh, absolutely. Um, and they all are trying to break barriers and stereotypes. Um, another stereotype I can think of is how Barb wanted to get out of that government funded housing and she has a slew Mm -hmm. of ideas of what government funded housing means she doesn't want anyone to know she was there Yeah, wait I actually missed
2: that when did she talk about that in the first
0: episode she talked about that and she doesn't want the bodies to be buried in Oakland because she doesn't want to remember that that time in her life I mean she is embarrassed about a place she spent a long period of her time absolutely she wants to be the polished, the polished privileged white perfect. woman. Yeah,
1: absolutely. No, I agree. And well, that, that's a stereotype right there. Exactly. It you know? goes I think, both ways. I think... What do you guys think about... So, yes, I think in their minds and in their words, a lot of them say they want to break the stereotype. But yes. I think in their actions fallen right into him. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean how ironic is it that Alonzo does all this work so that his kids are these <laughs> stay models, out of trouble basically. Yeah, Stand up <laughs> citizens and his son is being charged for murder.
2: hmm
0: Like, oh.
2: Yeah. The G- irony L- didn't work, <laughs> Alonzo. No. Sorry. It yeah. it did not
0: work. Um Yeah, they're all falling right into these stereotypes. For every point they get for breaking a stereotype, they get another point for falling into the Mm -hmm. trap of that stereotype. Um, There's been a lot of comparisons made um, between this show and the movie Crash, which won this picture in 2004, I think. I saw that in the comment roll. A lot of people love Crash. I have some issues with Crash. In fact, I think American crime deals with race in a in a more sophisticated way than mm-hmm. Crash. I would agree with um, you. In that we have more subtext in American Crime, whereas it was sort of blatant and sort of smack you in the face, in my opinion, in in Crash. But I think they deal with something in a similar way, in that they both... The, the, no no race or no group of people looks like heroes, and no group no. of people or race looks like villains. Yeah. They're, it's It's all a gray area.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just... The way that I think that we need to continue to look at people, you know, it's just, it's not like your race, it's not your sexuality, you know, people all make good and bad decisions, and it's based on character. Yeah. And I think that's, like, an interesting role and an important role, maybe, to look at this show, you know? Did, like, even just take race out of it. We just need to look at the character and, like, wh- who's doing what, you know? Like, does like do even some of the main characters have, I mean, are they are their intentions good or intentions bad, you know? I think it's important to
1: look at that as well. You, I would agree with you. Actually there was, I don't know if you guys saw the video that recently went viral. It was a video of I just wrote a full article about it. It was a video about the, it happened in Santa Monica and the, the two people would be standing behind a screen and they just showed their skeletons and that's all the other people could see and like oh, whether they were that. hugging yeah. or or just being friends or anything right. and then they step out from behind and you then see this, the this, these surface things that we all look at first. Yes. But when they're behind the screen, whether it was two girls Girls hugging and, and two girlfriends kissing, whatever you know. There's no judgment because it's two skeletons and it's fine. Yeah. And then they step out mm-hmm. and suddenly people have, have different <laughs> remarks. And and I think it proved that at the in the end of the day, we mm-hmm. all can agree that we are all equal. We are all human yeah. and we can appreciate it. But why is it so hard? Yeah. when Why is it so hard for us? some people? All of us, whatever it is, Based when it's when outside. it's not that easily stripped away. Yes. Yeah. That's really That's interesting. Really
0: um, I, I if think... you guys,
1: yeah, I have the video. If you want to see it, it's on. Uh, it's bycoastalplus.com and I have the video and you can check it out it's an amazing video I think you should see it
0: great we'll tweet that out you guys this is a great discussion there's a lot more to be talked about Uh, for now do you guys want to get into predictions let's do predictions alright here we go and now you're After Buzz TV (laughs) predictions (laughs) Predictions.
1: I love saying that when you do it again Predictions. I think predictions. I might have to re-record that was right. it's really it's good. Yeah, yeah, you you should. They should hire them. you. <laughs> yeah, you're great. the new I'm boys. Um, all right. So, predictions. I have a strong one. I think next episode we're going to see the public's opinion. This Ooh. is going to leak out to the public. I think through everyone having an advocate and a voice and a, and a way to speak mm-hmm. louder, we're going to start seeing the public's opinion. I'm excited to
2: right. see
0: yeah.
1: it and see where what they define, where they define the line.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: how they portray it, you know, yeah. through the show.
0: I think things are going to explode once that happens. I agree. I think you're right. It is going to turn to the public realm, and we're going to see the public's opinion, and I think that stereotypes and um, racist remarks are just going to go through <laughs> The they are
2: I think that eventually maybe not next episode but Gwen is going to wake up. And I think there's going to be some questions there. Maybe she won't remember everything because she's had a she's That's in a, coma. a
1: big key. I'm excited I don't know. to actually That's Cause 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 they're cause still focusing that on episode. her a lot. That's a fun little piece of you the know? puzzle to hold back until we are not expecting it. You
0: guys, we have so much more to talk <laughs> yeah, about and that's great for us because we will be back next week. Once again, my name is John Manganello. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny Mangs.
2: And I am Lindsay Douglas. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Doug Ventures.
1: And I am Nicholas Grava. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nicholas Grava. We'll see you guys.